Hello and welcome back to episode number two of Sports Talk Buffalo, the one-stop shop for all Buffalo sports talk. I'm your host, Drew, so if you're ready, let's go. Before we jump into episode two, I just want to say, if you like what you're hearing, go ahead and follow me on Twitter, at SportsTalkBuffalo716. Go ahead and like us, give us a rating, and make us your favorite so that you don't miss any of the episodes coming out pretty much on a weekly basis here at Sports Talk Buffalo. Thanks. Let's get into it. Welcome to episode number two, Sports Talk Buffalo. In this episode, we're going to go ahead and talk about the 2018 season for the UB Bulls men's football team. If you're new to the program, it seems like maybe they came out of nowhere. I'm going to go ahead give you a little bit of history about the team. The UB Bulls entered the FBS in 1999 in the Mid-American Conference. Uh, they've had quite a few struggles. Uh, the highlight uh, was in 2008 when they won the MAC championship, beating a ranked Ball State team. Um, but we're going to go ahead and talk about the last four seasons. The last four seasons, uh, the UB Bulls had records of five and seven, two and ten, six and six, and ten and four. Ten and four being their best season ever. The UB Bulls have never had more wins at the FBS level uh, at, since joining the FBS. Uh, a 10-4 and four record is something that I don't think a lot of people expected. It turned a lot of heads this year. Uh, the ticket sales were a lot better for the UB Bulls home games uh, and at the helm of the UB Bulls winning ways this year was Lance Leipold. If you don't know about Lance Leipold, he came to us by way of Division Three Wisconsin Whitewater. At Division Three Wisconsin Whitewater, Lance Leipold and his team won the Division Three National Championship six times in 2007, 2009, 10, 11, 13, and 14. And in 2008, they came in second place. Now, this year, the UB Bulls had a couple of very big, big wins. One big win was at Temple, who was a very good team, finished 8-5, and five, a very strong team. In that game, Tyree Jackson threw, uh, 20, uh, completed 26 passes out of 45 attempts for 275 yards and three touchdowns. And freshman Kevin Marks came out of nowhere, busting onto the scene. A true freshman uh, had 25 carries, 138 yards, and two touchdowns. Another big, big win for the year. UB wins uh, its first game ever against a Big Ten opponent in Rutgers. Now, mind you, Rutgers had a very, very bad year this year. Wouldn't really even consider them a power five team if, uh, you know, they're, but they're in a power five conference. Um, in that game, Tyree Jackson was 14 of 28, 263 yards, uh, three touchdowns, 
two interceptions, and another true freshman uh, for the UB Bulls, Jarrett Patterson, 14 carries, 104 yards, and two touchdowns, and UB absolutely blows out Rutgers 42-13. to uh, Just an absolutely embarrassing loss, again, at Rutgers. Um, just a very, very bad loss for Rutgers. Uh, terrible year for Rutgers. Uh, they definitely need to make some changes. Now, some big losses on the season. The UB Bulls went to the Mid-American Conference title game for the first time since 2008 when they won against that ranked Ball State team. The UB Bulls jumped out pretty quickly to a, to a good lead, uh, scoring 29 points against one of the best defenses in the Mid-American Conference uh, against Northern Illinois. But UB simply could not hold on in that game, falling 30-29. to 29. Uh, A very, very tough loss for this UB Bulls team. But their season, of course, was not over yet. UB would have a chance <clears throat> to win their first bowl game as they were selected to the Dollar General Bowl against a very good Troy team. Troy coming into that game was 9-3. and three. Uh, The UB Bulls, uh, according to the uh, bookmakers, did come in uh, as, the fa- as the slight favorite in this game. However, their defense just could not hold up against, again, a very good Troy team. And UB drops that game 42-32. to 32. Even though they did lose their last two games, they didn't win a bowl game, they didn't win the MAC championship game, they still accomplished a great, great deal in this 2018 season. Hopefully, the UB Bulls can build off of this success. Hopefully, we can finally start to have that big-time college football program in Western New York. I, I think people really want that. It's just another dynamic. Uh, in Western New York sports. So hopefully, again, Lance Leipold can build off of this. Hang out with me in the next segment. We're going to go ahead and talk about the key players for this UB Bulls team and what propelled them to the 10-4 season. All right, welcome back. This is segment number two, Sports Talk Buffalo, talking about the UB Bulls 2018 football team. We're going to go over some of the key players that contributed to one of the best seasons or the best season the UB Bulls football team has ever had. Now, a name that might not jump out right at you if you don't follow the UB Bulls is James O'Hagan. He is the center for the UB Bulls. He is a three-year starter for the UB Bulls. And he was a third-team All-Mac his last two seasons. This is his uh, a small snippet from his bio from DraftAnalyst.com. He is a solid collegiate center. He has tenacity, 
in small areas strength to make, and he also will be able to make an NFL roster as a backup. Now, they have, obviously he's going to, this was his senior year, he's going to enter the draft. Uh, According to draftanalyst.com, they don't believe he will be drafted, as there are many centers uh, and linemen in this draft. They predict he will be an undrafted free agent, but that he can be a a solid uh, backup in the NFL and be able to make a roster in the NFL. Another name people will started to know about is Khalil Hodge, the six foot one, two hundred and forty pound middle linebacker, who is an absolute tackling machine. He, uh, I believe, he set the all time tackling record. Uh, at the University at Buffalo. This past year, he had 144 tackles. Seven and a half tackles for loss, two and a half sacks. He had one forced fumble and one interception. He's projected by WalterFootball.com to be a fifth to seventh round draft, uh, a draft pick. I personally, I have, I've watched, obviously I've watched Khalil Hodge a little bit more. Uh, depending on what he's going to do at his pro day, it's going to kind of depend on where he goes in the draft. Uh, I think he has the athleticism. He has the size. He has adequate speed to be able to get to the ball carrier. Khalil Hodge is a solid, solid pick at middle linebacker. If he doesn't start for your team, he will be a great depth player and obviously another great defensive prospect coming out of the university at Buffalo. Now, in this past year, K.J. Osborne, I don't want to say he came out of nowhere, um, but he had a very, very, very solid year. K.J. Osborne caught 53 passes for 892 yards He had seven touchdowns and averaged 16.8 yards per catch. Now, if you don't know, uh, he was eligible to return to the University at Buffalo to finish out his senior season. But obviously, um, with Tyree Jackson leaving, with Anthony Johnson leaving, with Khalil Hodge leaving, a lot of the guys that kind of grew up in in the program uh, with the UB Bulls, K.J. Osborne has decided to go to a bigger school, and he put his name in the transfer portal, and he did transfer to the University of Miami. Uh, Miami had not a great year this past year. Uh, They lost uh, a lot of their wide receivers uh, via transfer, graduating, or going to the draft. Um, and they were in desperate need of receivers who could jump right in and start for this Miami team. Khalil Hodge, or Khalil Hodge, KJ Osborne fits that bill again. This year, when Anthony Johnson was hurt, uh, KJ Osborne uh, showed flashes. I don't think. He can be a number one guy, even at the the collegiate level. He just didn't seem uh, to be able to consistently beat coverages again. But a very solid number two guy. 
a guy that I do believe can make the NFL. Um, he does return punts, he does return kicks, and is an explosive player doing that also. Now, we're going to go on to the big two guys. <clears throat> we're going to start with Anthony Johnson. Anthony Johnson, probably one of the best receivers to ever play at the University at Buffalo, bar none. Came in, exploded as a junior, uh, played his first two years in JUCO. Uh, for those of you who don't know what JUCO is, junior college. His first year at Butler Community College, his second year, Iowa, uh, Iowa Western Community College. Comes to Buffalo as a junior, a true junior, and just explodes on the scene, catching 76 passes for 300 or 1,356 yards and 14 touchdowns, giving him a 17.8 yards per catch average for his junior year. Now, there was a talk about him possibly going into the draft after that year. He didn't like what the scouts had told him, that he didn't think that he would be drafted high enough. So what happens is uh, he made the choice to return to Buffalo, uh, the University of Buffalo, for another year, for his senior year. And uh, even though his stats weren't as good as last year, I think he bolstered his draft stock. He showed that he is still a very good receiver. Uh, a very, very talented receiver, and he can consistently beat coverages time and again. He is an absolute monster on contested passes. They have him listed at, I believe, six foot two and about 210 pounds. Uh, he's not going to blow you out of the water with his speed. Uh, I think they had him listed as running a 4.5, 4.40-yard dash. Um, but again, big guy, strong guy, great hands. And is an absolute stud when you uh, on one-on-one coverage and contested passes. His senior year was marred a little bit. He did get injured. He did suit up for every game for UB, but in a couple of the games, he was more of a decoy in those games. Um, but in the game, in the games, he was healthy and, and played all games. Uh, he had 56 catches for 1,011 yards and 11 touchdowns for an, and also had an average of 17.7 yards per catch, showing that he is very consistent. He is a big play threat down the field, and he will be a very, very good receiver, I believe, at the next level. Now he can bump his draft stock up a little bit more at the Senior Bowl, him and Tyree Jackson going to the Senior Bowl. Another little bit of information for you. This is the first time in UB Bulls history that two players are going to the Senior Bowl and have a chance to play in front of NFL scouts and try to bolster their draft stock. Anthony Johnson, again, one of the best uh, wide receivers to ever play at the University at Buffalo going into the draft. I have, uh, I have Anthony Johnson as... Uh, uh, third, third round, second round, third round pick. He could possibly sneak up into the first round if he has a a good pro day and performs 
well against uh, other big-name guys at the Senior Bowl. Now, we're going to go on to the big name, the biggest name, in not just his name, but in his at, <clears throat> pardon me, in his stature, six foot seven, two hundred and forty-nine pound Tyree Jackson. That's what he measured at at the Senior Bowl. He was a three-star recruit out of Michigan. He was not always the tallest quarterback. He was a four-year starter at his high school. <clears throat> five foot nine as a freshman in high school. Uh, got up to six foot five as a senior, and then obviously, as we've seen him in college, a legitimate six foot seven quarterback. Uh, according to 247sports.com, which is a great place to go and look if you're interested in looking up uh, recruits coming into college, um, whether it be basketball or football, 247sports.com. Uh, I love that site. It's one of the best sites I've gone to. This is not a promo. This is just my opinion about 24-7 sports. Uh, it is awesome. They uh, rate players uh, in a numerical fashion, not just in stars, but to kind of show you uh, how good of a four-star, three-star, five-star, whatever prospect that a player might be. Now, uh, go ahead and ch- check it out there. They rate players out of 100 and Tyree Jackson was a lower three-star recruit. Uh, he graded out at a point eight two four seven or 82% uh, three-star uh, prospect uh, out of Michigan. I believe he is the highest rated uh, QB recruit that the University of Buffalo has ever gotten. Uh as Tyree Jackson went through high school, UB was probably one of the bigger offers that he had. He had committed before they changed coaches to Lance Leipold. Um, he has uh, had gotten some other interest from big-time programs. Uh, Pittsburgh, Purdue, Michigan, Michigan State all, all came and knocked on Tyree Jackson's door. Uh, but after speaking with uh, the new coach at the time, which was Lance Leipold, uh, Tyree Jackson decided to commit to to uh, the Mid-American Conference and the UB Bulls. And I would like to say, thank goodness he did. <clears throat> Again, this could possibly be the best year uh, in the draft that UB has ever seen. Um, and this could help down the line show that you know, three stars and maybe I don't I don't know about four stars, but uh, bigger time three star recruits can come to Buffalo and get noticed. This is how you build a program into a powerhouse program. Um, Tyree Jackson, his senior year stats: thirty one hundred yard, thirty one hundred thirty one yards, twenty eight touchdowns, twelve interceptions. He had a fifty five point three percent completion percentage. That isn't the great, uh, isn't the greatest. Uh, he does take a lot of deep shots downfield. He has an absolute cannon for an arm. Uh, for his size, he is incredibly athletic, very, very mobile. And in his senior year, he was the Mac Offensive Player of the Year. Now, Tyree Jackson. Is a, was a redshirt junior this past year. So he had the option to come back 
for his senior year. If you didn't follow the UB Bulls at all, he put his name in the transfer portal to see what uh, maybe if some bigger schools would come knocking at his door and he could show that he could play at not just the uh, lower level mid-American conference schools, but that he could play for a power five school. Um, But there was a, a lot, a lot of big names moving around college this year, uh, uh, Jalen Hurts, Justin Fields, uh, kind of guys, you know, moving around and going to different programs. So uh, Tyree Jackson uh, looked, I believe he looked at this this quarterback class uh, going into the draft. Uh, a lot of uh, experts and, and, you know, writers are saying that this is a very weak draft class, probably the weakest draft class since uh, E.J. Manuel went 16th overall, I believe it was in 2013, when the Buffalo Bills took him. Um, so Tyree Jackson went ahead and decided to forego his senior year and decided to put his name into the NFL draft. Again, Tyree Jackson... <clears throat> We got people saying that depending on how he does in the senior bowl in his pro day, that he could sneak up into the first round just because of his measurables. Again, six foot seven, 249 pounds is what he measured out at at the senior bowl. Um, I don't think he would, he's going to sniff the first round. I don't think he's going to be on the second day at all either. I think Tyree Jackson is honestly, again, just based off of what I've seen, Tyree Jackson is going to go somewhere in rounds four through six. Somebody's going to take a flyer on this guy. Um, He has, again, incredible arm strength, uh, incredible athleticism, is able to make plays on the run, uh, make Big plays on the uh, on the run, throwing the ball. Big plays on the run, running the ball. Um, Tyree Jackson has progressed every single year he has been in college. Uh, his freshman year, uh, they were two and ten. Uh, his sophomore year, they went six and six. Even though he was hurt for uh, an allotted amount of games, and him getting hurt may have been. Uh, a good thing for him, you know, uh, an injury is normally never a good thing for an athlete, but Tyree Jackson was able to kind of take a step back and he kind of modified his game. He was more of a dual threat coming into Buffalo um, when he first arrived. And then after his injury, he seemed like he kind of altered his game. He was less willing to run the football and wanted to make more plays with his arm uh, downfield. Now, he was able to do that. He was uh, able to progress, and I think he actually progressed every single year that he came into Buffalo. Again, I don't think he's going to go in day one or maybe even day two uh, in the draft. I think he's a later-round pick. Uh, hopefully, he can, if he can clean up his footwork and, and, and have a good showing at the Senior Bowl and a good showing at his pro day, I really do believe Tyree Jackson's um, draft stock will shoot up 
maybe even getting himself into the third round-ish area, maybe even the bottom of the second round. But again, as it stands, Tyree Jackson is more of a round four to round seven guy. Um, but just a a, a program-changing guy for the University at Buffalo. And, and hopefully he is the first quarterback ever drafted out of the University at Buffalo. That would be a major accomplishment for the UB Bulls program at this point. Um, Tyree Jackson, Anthony Johnson, and uh, James O'Hagan, Khalil Hodge, uh, K.J. Osborne, all guys, big, big, big key players to the University at Buffalo and their program. All these guys are moving on, whether it be transferring, graduating, or going into the NFL. We wish them all the best of luck. Now the big question is whether or not Lance Leipold can keep this momentum going from their 10-4 season. They have a uh, homegrown, so to speak, uh, from West Seneca in Matt Myers. He is six foot four, two 225 pounds. He is a dual threat. He had a ton of accolades uh, coming out of Western New York. Um, so we, we'll see. We will see, and we'll get into some more of the recruits and things like that that Lance Leipold is bringing in, uh, and we'll see if, if UB can continue on this upward trajectory and see if we can't bring big-time football, college football, into the Western New York area. Thanks again for listening. If you enjoyed what you're hearing, go ahead and follow me at Sports Talk Buffalo 716 on Twitter. Like me, favorite me on your your uh, listening, your podcast listening uh, venue of choice, so to speak, whether it be Stitcher, whether it be uh, Apple Podcast, whether it be Anchor. Go ahead, favor me so you don't miss any of that content coming out. Again, if you want to get at me, you go to Sports Talk Buffalo 716 on Twitter and leave a comment for me. Uh, if people start leaving some comments, I'll start, you know, go ahead and reading them uh, on this podcast. Thanks for listening. Have a good one.